With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Righto, Craig, sorry, I said I'd give it to you after the news. Here are our picks for your multi. You're going to pick one. I'm going to take... I was tempted to go Waikato, but I, cu- I couldn't make you do that, go against your Bay of Plenty. So uh, Wellington, I think they'll pump Hawke's Bay. Um, Why well, not pump them? I was going to say 13 and over, but let's just go point start. Minus six and a half, converted try, better. Wellington, I think they are in red-hot form. So that's my leg. Sammy, for Craig... Uh, probably quite predictable. Uh, I will just go to the Formula One on Sunday, 6 p.m., by the way, for the Japanese Perfect Grand Prix. Game. So if you're thinking about getting into Formula One this weekend's weekend, uh, let's just take Max at $1.50. He didn't win last week. No, but um, but Singapore's tough. You, you don't overtake, and it's if you don't do well in qualifying, which he didn't, ran out of fuel. He had the fastest lap, then ran out of fuel. Okay. So I'm going to go Max Verstappen Sunday, Japanese Grand Prix, $1.50. Show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Hewitt. Uh, now, a man that I want to thank for this 72-page uh, Women's World Cup Guide 2022. Uh, it's all kicking off on Saturday with a triple header. I feel so much wiser having flicked through this over the last oh, three or four days. And the editor of this wonderful publication is joining us now. Campbell Burns, welcome in, buddy. Very good afternoon to you, Steffi. That would have been quite a, a very, a very arduous task, but I don't I, probably quite enjoyable for you because you, you've really gone on some fact-finding miss, missions with all of these teams, and we know a lot about the Black Ferns, but I've learnt so much about the other teams. It must have been a good project for you. Ah, uh, yes, it was, mate. Um, absolutely, yeah. It was. It was quite interesting because it was a bit of a labour of love, and that we had. Um, Two other publications going around on at the same time. We had our, our normal September and, and October issues coming out too. So it was a very busy uh, last month, you could say that. But uh, no, it was, look, it was good. We, uh, I, I guess, um, you know, we've seen a bit of Australia, uh, the, the, the Wallaroos, um, in, in three or four tests this year. So we knew a bit about them, of the Black Ferns, of course. Uh, we knew a bit about Canada and the USA, who were here in June. But there were a few other teams that we didn't know so much about. Uh, obviously, England and France uh, are, the, are the hot World Cup favourites, so we, but we had to, do, had to do some digging there as well. So we, we tapped into some of our resources in the north and, uh, you know, some, some very good writers like Sarah Mockford and Alan Dimmock and um, Mike Greenaway and Rich Freeman to get some of the oil on some of these other teams because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's no good going into a World Cup knowing, knowing uh, only a bit about three or four teams out of the 12. So, uh, yes, it was a labour of love, but we're very happy with the, with the final product. The big, uh, you do a little headline in your promo of all your teams and there's two words on the England page, page 32, hot favourite. Boy, they are, they scare me. Uh, they scare me because they're so good. Yeah, mate, they, they certainly are. They're coming in 
it's a remarkable thing in some ways because if you look at it, the uh, the Blackburns have only lost twice on home soil in their entire history, but both times to England. But the last one was, uh, I think, five years ago. So you're talking about a team that's only won the World Cup once, uh, but they play a lot more rugby than we do. They smashed us last year, and they are certainly coming in as the hot, hottest of hot favourites. They uh, dealt the Wales about three weeks ago, um, and Wales will probably still make the quarterfinals. So England, with with the game they've got, with the players they've got, they know their game very well. They'll uh, they'll maul, they'll they'll tackle, they'll kick, um, they'll do everything efficiently. Um, so they would have to be the hottest of hot favourites. But I think it's going to come down to what happens at uh, semi-final time and whether they meet uh, the, the, the Black Ferns in the semi or the Black Ferns in the final. What about France? Um, we saw the Black Ferns play them. We, they haven't really rolled off the tongue uh, when you mentioned women's rugby France. We knew they sort of played, but they, they've become a real threat too. Is that they've gone professional, they've got academies. What's been their rapid rise? Yes, look, I think in the last few years there's certainly been uh, a real rise in French women's rugby. I think they are pretty much semi-professional now or close to full professionalism. Um, they've got a pretty well-established uh, rugby culture there. They've had good results of late, although they did lose to Italy, uh, which was a bit of a surprise in their last hit-out before the World Cup. But um, I'm sure we can't read too much into that. Cause, I mean, they, they will be, even though they're ranked number four in the world, I think they'll be the second favourites. But, I mean, they've got some uh, some very good players. They, they play with a bit more flair than, than England. Um, they've got some very experienced players uh, in there, like the uh, Luce Ford, uh, Safi uh, Indaye, I think I'm pronouncing that correct, from Montpellier. Uh, you've got uh, Jesse Tremoulier uh, out the back, uh, Gail Iame. Uh, some of these players, you've got Lor San Su, um, one of the halfbacks, who's a very, a very, very good footballer. So, you know, they've, they've probably had the wood on the Black Ferns, I think, three of the last four times they've played them. So France, interestingly, will be, uh, will, will be one of the favourites, but they still have to emerge from their, from their pool with England, uh, which they will do. But uh, it's a question of whether they then, they then meet the Black Ferns at the, at the semi, and, and that will be an interesting game if that comes to pass. Boy, will it ever. Will it ever. The, the other one, the team I wanted to talk to, and maybe more, more so a player, Heather Moyes from... Canada. She's been around uh, quite a long time, uh, but she is so much more than a wonderful rugby player, isn't she? Oh, yeah. yeah look, um, absolutely. Um, she said, um, in, uh, just uh, looking at the piece by, by Adam Julian um, on, on Canada, who will be uh, probably hot favourites to at least reach the semi-finals, but in Heather Moyes, they've got a, a remarkable uh, footballer. Um, I mean, she was, uh, you know, she was the wing back in 2006 um, at the tournament and scored seven seven tries in five matches. That's 16 years ago. And then she <laughs> won two Olympic golds in bobsleigh. Um, she's also represented Canada in football, athletics and track cycling. This is a remarkable all-round athlete. Um, so, I mean, you know, she... Um, it's a, I mean, it's, a, it's been extraordinary what, what she's done. Um, I'm not sure whether she actually made the, uh, made the final World Cup squad there, but, I mean, this oh. is the sort of athlete... We're talking about with Canada, um, and that you know, and, and they're very well led by Sophie De Goody, uh, whose father um, Hans De Goody played for played for the Maple Leafs uh, himself. So she's come from from good stock. So so Canada a very good all round athlete. So that's why they that that they've been you know in the last few years Canada has been such a force because of that 
um, of that type of athlete that they've been able to produce. Yeah, we used to see, particularly in the women's game, um, the star rugby players played sevens. Uh, um, New Zealand boasted enough depth to, to field top quality sides in both sevens and fifteens. But we're now seeing... Um, a bit of a move, a bit of a slide as well across into 15s as well, and that will help 7s as well. Um, I'm looking at the likes of, well, we just mentioned Canada, who have been on the 7s circuit for a long time, and they've won titles. And I think they come into the World Cup ranked in the top four sides in the world, and the USA, um, just by sheer population size and athleticism. Is, Is there a dark horse outside of maybe New Zealand and England that could really threaten someone in a semi-final? Yeah, well, so, look, I think certainly those those uh, New Zealand, England, and France will be the will be the hot favourites. Then Canada uh, could certainly push for the semis. Then outside of that, um, there's a bit of a logjam. But I, I mean, you could have, you have to say that Italy, who are ranked five in the world, but aren't sort of fancied, but they did beat France last time out. So so they've got the, the you know they've had some decent results in the in the Six Nations. Uh, that could be a dark horse to threaten the semis. They'll certainly make the quarters. Then it's a question of Wales, um, who are now full-time professional um, for many of their players. Uh, they're an improving side, but they have to emerge from uh, from Pool A, uh, which has New Zealand, um, Scotland, and Australia in. Um, so, but the one to, uh, to to keep an eye on, I would think, Steffi, is uh, is Australia. The Wallaroos haven't had a great year results-wise, but I think they've got a very good back row. They're tigerish at the breakdown. They pushed the Black Ferns hard twice uh, in, in two of the three outings they had. So uh, Australia is not to be discounted. Uh, they've had a couple of sevens players come back, and I suspect if they can get to the quarters, depending on who they face, um, they they might be able to might be able to cause cause an upset as long as they don't strike England or uh, or France in that quarterfinal. Talking to Ed of the Campbell Burns of this magnificent Women's World Cup guide. Had a couple of text messages, one from uh, Ian, one from Josh, basically saying, can you buy this at Eden Park? Because they're going on Saturday. I know it's uh, in bookstores. It's probably in supermarkets. Where's the? What's the best way? And, I, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the phone. It's such a good read and so comprehensive and get to learn the players. So when you sit down on Saturday and watch it, um, you, you feel like you're a little bit more connected. Best way for people to get their hands on one of these? Yeah, mate. So it's um, 72 pages, 10 bucks. Uh, it's at all good um, retail magazine outlets. Uh, I don't believe it's on sale at Eden Park, but certainly um, in bookshops, supermarkets, uh, everywhere nationwide, you can you can get your copy. Um, and, of course, it's not just... Uh, n- only, I know the World Cup's only happening in the northern region, but it is on sale all throughout. Uh, the country, so uh, yeah, and it's been on sale for the last week, and will be on sale all throughout October. So uh, yeah, it pays to get your copy earlier rather than later for for all the info. Brilliant! Thanks for joining us, Cameron. Thanks for putting in the work to put that out. It's a it's a really cool publication, and it'll sit next to me on the couch for the whole tournament. Very good staff. Thanks, mate. Cheers, buddy. Campbell Burns, wonderful editor. Um, Rugby News World Cup Guide Women's. 2022 and a bit of a souvenir too this is this is gonna we'll look back finally on this tournament and having just something like that as a bit of a keepsake i think is a is a good thing uh michael our mate michael holdsworth from down wellington he's given me the itinerary of the free-to-air stuff good man michael so free-to-air matches on channel three is this saturday new zealand australia delayed one hour from kickoff so not bad uh, then the next game is next Sunday, New Zealand-Wales. 
That's delayed an hour. Then Scotland, the following Saturday, is delayed two and a half hours from kickoff. Then the quarterfinal will be delayed an hour. Uh, two quarterfinals, both delayed quarter of an hour. And then the semis, both semis and the final will be live TV3. But every game live on Spark Sport. Don't forget that one as well. So get your rugby news, get your Spark Sport subscription, um, or watch it delayed on TV3, what, whatever you... Whatever flavour you want. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, big half hour coming up to round us out. Don't forget running it straight with Sammy and Kempi. Haven't seen Kempi. Oh, no, he's having a, he was having a lunch. He's still out there, I think, having a lunch with a Oh, he's been there for two a big hours. Dog. He's just ordered another one. Hey, um, also as well, I don't know if you've been following this, Steph, but um, Aaron Judge just hit a, his 62nd home run today. Ooh. So uh, he's now the all-time AL uh, leader, I think, in uh, home runs. And there's quite a lot of controversy around this whole record business because ahead of him overall on the all-time home run list is, is um, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Barry, Barry Bonds. Bonds. And, of course, Barry Bonds, Mike McGuire, uh, Mark McGuire heavily involved in the Belco scandal. And Sammy Sosa, everyone's always sort of said, predicted that he'd done drugs and there had been a report that there was a positive test. So, And then some people saying it doesn't matter that Barry Bonds and that did drugs, they still hit the home runs. and they Still got to d- hit the yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, and they still deserve it. But I'm more of a, a clean thing. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty remarkable. 62 home runs in a season, that's phenomenal. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredible. All right, next half hour, TRB update, Bailey's property of the week. We've got the chase, we're going back in the day and then running it straight. Don't go anywhere yet. We've got news with Johnny McNair. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.